You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all. Jewelry that makes you feel like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Hell, I suck at dating. With Dean Ungler and Jared Haven, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey, welcome to an all-new episode of Help, I Suck at Dating. Of course, I'm Jared Haven, joined by... The wonderful, amazing, uh, just got off the golf course, Dean Unclear, ladies and gentlemen. He's in a white polo. You're looking very nice. You're actually recording from the van today. Yeah, thank you. It's actually not just that I just got off the golf course, because I think that kind of, it puts the wrong picture out there, right? Like It's not like I just <laughs> got off the golf course. As a matter of fact, I left the golf course early just so I could hang out with the with the sucky daters, with That's you guys. Right. That's how dedicated honest, Dean yeah, is. There's no place I'd rather be other than right here. Um yeah, I, uh, I'll be honest with you guys. Uh, you know, I think you guys can always expect the honesty out of us here on Help I Suck at Dating. Uh, I'm a, I, you know, I've had a couple beers. I've had a couple drinks on the golf course. So this podcast is going to be a little looser than most. And Great. I love Lucy Goosey Dean. And we're already pretty loose, too. I think that's the problem. So looser than loose is going to be an interesting uh, takeaway. <laughs> well, full, full disclosure, Dean actually is changing shirts right now. And you have a tattoo on your right shoulder. What is that? Is that palm trees, flowers? This one? I've never seen that tattoo before. No, yeah, it's actually funny. I get asked that question uh, semi-frequently. So the tattoo on my right shoulder is a John Butler Trio album art, uh, album cover art. It's it's like three arrows pointing up for Trio, obviously. It's for uh, my best friend, well, one of my best friends when I was in college. He uh, he overdosed and died and he oh, no. oh, he did it at a John Butler trio concert. And so me and a couple other friends got John Butler trio tattoos to commemorate his uh, wonderful life. So Jared, I appreciate you starting off the, the top of the podcast with a somber, uh, 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 you know, I didn't moment. know it was going to be somber. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like you've had no. to tell that story. Never mind. Moving right along. No, it, it's uh, funny too because uh, I've got a lot of really dumb tattoos. So you see a tattoo, and odds are that it's going to be a meaningless, idiotic, like hilarious story. But th- there's a couple, that being one of them, that are actually like meaningful. You know. 
Yeah, no, totally. Just like the Instagram one with the blue check mark. That's very meaningful. Yeah, right uh, next to the right next to the blue check mark. I think I've talked about this on the podcast before. I really want to get a tattoo uh, of this artist David Shrigley. Uh, he he's like a doodler. Have I talked about this before? Have you heard the story? I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. Okay, so uh, I really want to get this tattoo, and uh, and I really want to get it like on my quad, like on my leg, and like a very visible area. If you wear like shorts, you know. And mm-hmm. when when I uh, broke my leg, Kaylin and I were spending time in London. And we went to this restaurant and there were these freaking hilarious drawings all over the walls, like little doodles with like funny little, uh, not like proverbs, but like little like snippets of words on the bottom or top or whatever, you know, like monkey, big monkey, like super like ridiculously like basic, but like hilarious at the same time. And I saw I started following the artist, artist on Instagram and uh, he posted this thing one day. It's like literally like a, you know, like a like a hobo's knapsack where they like sling a, a, a thing together over like a over a stick that they throw over their shoulder, like that kind of thing. Is hobo politically correct to say anymore? Um, I don't think it's real. Like it's kind of like a. Yeah, it- I, I think it's I think it's perfectly fine to say. All right, I know the knapsack to totally. Kind of like one of the seven dwarfs when they're they're going to work and they're whistling to work. They carry the knapsack yeah, over their shoulder. Exactly, exactly gotcha. like the seven dwarfs. Let's go seven dwarfs and go ahead and bleep out the the hobo that I said earlier. But I still think it's PC. It's okay. Anyways, it's basically one of those, and on the sack, on like the knapsack, it just says "bag of rats," and I just want to get a big, I want to get a big tattoo of a knapsack with the words "bag of rats" on it, right on my quad. Um, I'll be honest with you guys, I totally forgot where this whole story was going. Um, I gotta be honest, my, I'm that saying right, here that's my, that's my we were talking about tattoos. tattoos. That's well, my to next to tattoo. to bring it back to dating, I while you were talking about a, ba- a sack of rats. Uh, I went to it's men's a bag journal. Of dot, rats, bag of rats, excuse me. I went to mensjournal.com and I was curious if women like guys with tattoos. And so there's this article that asked 20 women, do you like guys with tattoos? And pretty much universally, all of them have said, yes, I like tattoos. They said no on piercings. They said the only tattoos that they really don't like are neck tattoos. Um, or really, really ridiculous tattoos. But they say that guys who have tattoos, depending where they are, um, that have meaning behind them and are really thought out, they see as sexy. Sure. Yeah, I can see that. And and that's kind of why I sprinkled a couple meaningful ones in there, you know? Tattoos are, yeah. tattoos are funny. I know you don't have any tattoos, Jared. Um, I want a tattoo, though. I was going to say, I'm surprised you don't. Because you are, um, you know, for all your faults, you are very, very passionate about a lot of things. And yeah, I think but that's, that's kind the of problem. What, what am I going to get a tattoo of, of Tom Brady's face on my chest? Dude, that's the creepiest okay, stuff so, ever. So that's kind of my point, though, is like of all the things that separate me and you, I think the biggest separation between you and me, Dean and Jared, is that you, uh, you, I don't want to say like obsess over things, but you take you take passion to a new level with with four things, right? And I I admire mm-hmm. you so much for that. And I, I am the opposite. I can't do that at all. Um, and I am the one with, that's probably why I get stupid tattoos, but I guess my point that I'm trying to make is someone that's as passionate as you are. I'm surprised that you haven't like, you know, taken the next step and permanently inked it on yourself. See, that's why I find you so much more cultural than I am though, because like you're so open to experiencing new things and doing things that you've never learned about before where me, I'm like, no, I like the things that I like and I don't like the things that I don't like. So it's like, I'm very passionate about, about the things that I love. But if it's like something I haven't done or have no interest in, like you'd be like, yeah, sure. Let's try it out. Where me, I'm like, no, nah, I'm all set. I think I'll just I stay think home and do, watch I think Jeopardy. I think a little convincing. What about like, let's talk about uh, girls with tattoos. What do you think? I, I don't think Ashley has any tattoos. 
She right? does not, but I gotta I gotta admit, I love tattoos on a girl. Really? I think it's the Ashley better cover her ears, but like Ashley's the only person I care about anymore. But in my single days, I loved tattoos on girls. I find that incredibly sexy. So like what kind of tattoos though? Like a like a whole arm sleeve or what? I don't know, man. I kind of think an arm sleeve is pretty hot. It depending on the girl, obviously. You know, if Ash had an arm sleeve, it would be really weird. But I don't know. Like I, I just I like girls with tattoos. Like even sometimes when a girl has like a tattoo on her ankle, or um, it's you know I don't want I don't think like I don't like a girl with just like a tattoo on like her bicep. You know, but if it's like a full arm sleeve or like tattoo like on her ribs. You know, like the lettering down the side. Right. I, I, I like on it. There was a, like a tan girl who wears a, a you know a two piece bikini and has like a tattoo on her side rib. We're getting into like Jared's like fetishes over here. I feel like. Oh yeah, that was. Uh, I I fully agree, stuff. and I've always said uh, ever since a young age, and I've said a lot of dumb things at young ages, but this is like one of the few things that I've stood by ever since. Uh, I I remember my first time saying it is the the rib tattoo like you were talking about i think might be the sexiest place a girl can get a tattoo like a vertical tattoo of like mm-hmm. some stupid quote that no one really cares about i i think is pretty sexy i agree the the like the quote unquote tramp stamp the lower back one i could go like i don't actually hate that i <laughs> i know weird a lot of you know i should say i don't like that i don't hate it I know, so you, Becky, our you're producer. You're telling me you like tramp stamps. Also, okay, wait. I need to back up for a second. If hobo is not p- politically correct, tramp stamp cannot be politically correct. That's true. I guess so. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't say it like that. But I think of wedding crashers. Remember that part where she, right. like a girl Might bends over. Might as well be over? a bullseye. Exactly. Yeah, tattoo on the lower back. Might as well be a bullseye. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I, I definitely, uh, I find girls with uh, like. Do you think? Uh, do you think Ashley would ever get a tattoo though? Uh, no, I don't think she'd want a tattoo. It just doesn't fit her personality, you know? I mean... You want to know what's funny, actually, is Caitlin and I were supposed to get matching tattoos, like, a year and a half ago. And uh, we get to the tattoo. We, like, figure out what we're going to get. So so Caitlin's old roommate had uh, an avocado on her ankle. And her boyfriend had the other side of the avocado with, like, the pit in it. And it was, like, pretty cute and, like, funny. And uh, she wanted to do something similar to that. And so we were, like, figuring out what we were going to do. And I got this... Uh, we were like, okay, what we're going to do is... Uh, we're, I'm going to get an airplane and Kaylin is going to get, or no, I'm sorry. I'm going to get a parachuter, like, like a skydiver. And Kaylin is going to get an airplane. Like the skydiver jumps out of the airplane kind of thing. And we go to the tattoo parlor and we both get our artwork picked out and everything. And I go first and I get the tattoo of the skydiver on my back. And then Kaylin's supposed to go and she completely bails. She didn't get the tattoo. And to this day, even to this day, not every day, but like pretty often she's like, yeah, like I want to get a tattoo, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you don't want to get a tattoo because last time we literally were there ready to get a tattoo. You literally uh, just said, no, I don't want to get any more. So I don't know. Couple tattoos. She, what do you think about couples tattoos? Like would you and Ashley ever get one? <sighs> I don't know if I, even when you were telling the story about couples tattoos and like the avocado on the pit, it's cute individual, you know, perspective. I don't know if it's for me. Got to be honest. Like I remember Grant and Lace. Now granted they knew each other for like 2 weeks, but Grant and Lace who got engaged on Bachelor in Paradise 3, they got matching tattoos before they got engaged in the show. Obviously broke up. Both got their tattoos removed and it's like I don't know. I mean, I uh, I just I don't know. Ma- maybe matching tattoos, I guess. Like maybe someone has like 
the puzzle piece, you know, and the other one has like the full puzzle right. with one missing piece. I don't know. Just not I'll give you honest, Jared, off the top of your head, that is actually a very good tattoo idea. And I'm going to maybe I'm going to pitch it, Kaylin, on the idea. It's always funny. Uh, I think matching is different. Like, it's, I, I think if I remember correctly, Grant and Lace got literally the exact same tattoo. But the nice thing about doing something that's like same but different but equal is maybe better because like, let's say, God forbid, someone breaks up. It's like at least you don't share that tattoo with someone else. It's just yeah, like, like you. You could just be like, oh, I love skydiving. That's why I have it. It has right. nothing to do with someone else getting a plane, even though you also and Caitlin are obviously going to spend the rest of your lives together. Right, right, right. Well, that's the nice thing about it. So the skydiver is on my back. I've got a lot of dumb tattoos on my back. Uh, and the nice thing about a back is you can't really ever see it. So I don't even really know what my back looks like. You know, And so, I honestly think girls like tattoos on guys better when they're hidden because it's a nice like little surprise. I remember a girl told me that one time. She's like, I find it incredibly sexy when a guy has a tattoo on uh, you know parts of their body that we can't see. So like when he takes off his shirt, it's a surprise. And it's like right. a sexy surprise. Unless right. it's like, you know... Uh, uh, you know, a, a tattoo of my dog Lois, who's freaking out right now in the other room. But even that could be pretty cool. I might be repulsed by you know the the fat rolls and stuff, but at least I'm turned on by the tattoos kind of thing. The fat oh oh your fat rolls. I thought you were talking about my dog. I was like, bro, okay, she might be a little overweight, but we're working <laughs> on it. We're trying to get her on a diet. Dude, you know um, I never talk crap about Lois like that. Come on. That's right. Well, we have a great episode coming up for you. Like we said, we have uh, <laughs> interesting segue. We have Alex Durant coming on. Now, he is the founder of Jigsaw, which is a brand new dating app, uh, which reminds me of the movie Saw. I don't know if anybody's ever seen that, but Jigsaw is the killer in there. So I'm interested to ask him about that, you know. Uh, but Jigsaw is a brand new app about uh, pretty much blind going on blind dates. So I'm very interested to discuss that with Alex coming up. But before we talk to Alex, let's take a quick break. Wait, Jared, before we take a quick break, I need to figure this out. Mm -hmm. And you just saying it made me think about this. Is the reason that the movie called Saw, is it because it's short for Jigsaw? Yes. And really? it blew your mind, didn't it? I believe so, yeah. And plus it's like a play on words because he has to saw his foot off at the end of the movie. Spoiler alert for a movie that's 20 years old. But there's like seven of those movies. Yeah, but like the first one, obviously, was the reason why they titled it that uh, way. And then the rest was just marketing, you know, moving on from the story. But like the first one, Jigsaw, so they cut it off and put Saw. And then, of course, like he saws his foot off at the end of the movie. Interesting. In order to escape I've always, the room. I've always known his name was Jigsaw, and obviously the movie is Saw. And I never, until now, just pieced together that they maybe named the movie after Jigsaw, who's not even the main character, I would say. But anyways, we're going to take the killer, break. But also, quick thing about that. Do you know that there's a new Saw coming out, but it's like a spinoff. It's called Spiral, and it's produced and starred by Chris Rock, and it has Samuel L. Jackson in it, and it looks freaking awesome. It was supposed to come out last year. It's coming out this year. Anyway, long story short. Hey, we've been needing to take a break for a minute, so let's take a break uh, and get back into uh, this. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, well, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts, but not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. 
That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great, but also I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Hey, welcome back to Help I Suck at Dating. Like we teased before the break, we have a great guest who's on the line. Joining us from across the Atlantic, it is the CEO and co-founder of the brand new dating app, Jigsaw. It is Alex Durant. Alex, thank you so much for joining us today on Help I Suck at Dating. Yeah, brilliant. Thanks for having me, guys. Of course. So, Alex, the big question is, do you suck at dating? Oh, yeah, totally. Big time. Uh, me, you... and, me and my co-founder, but um, we'll get into this later. My co-founder, Max, uh, you know, we've been friends since we're 15. He's, uh, he's publicly failed at dating. Uh, I've, just done, I've just done mine behind closed doors. Um, <laughs> oh, what well, do you mean by publicly failed? Besides, like, well, the obvious. of. Uh... <laughs> oh, no, I've gone into it straight away. He's going to kill me for this. We got to um, hear it. So we've got, we have a uh, we have a um, a dating show over in the UK called First Dates. I don't know if you've heard that. So I haven't. Um, I, okay, I cool. Maybe have some clips. Yeah, so it's just like they just sit down in a restaurant um, and they just film every single moment of a first date. Oh, was this TV. on Netflix? Yeah, it's on Netflix now. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have seen this show. Ash, oh, my, okay, so my cool. wife Ashley was watching it, and I, I watched an episode with her. Oh, amazing! Yeah, so it's just was was it the British version or was it a US version? It might have been the U.S. version because the reason I heard about it, one of the producers of The Bachelor, the show Dean and I were on, was yeah. working on it. Oh, cool. Brilliant. So, yeah, so it's so, yeah, I'm guessing it's probably exactly the same format. They have, you know, two people turn up to a restaurant, they sit down and they have a first date. And uh, yeah, my co-founder Max went on there on, on that about three years ago. And he calls it the gift that keeps on giving because uh, it was <laughs> it was obviously live on TV about three years ago. And about six months ago, it went onto Netflix and he was like, oh, great. <laughs> and I'm assuming so, it did not work out for him, which is why he's not happy. About uh, they, yeah, I think, yeah, they uh, they seem to have a good date and they weren't compatible. But he, he famously asked her uh, what her favorite size of paper was, A4 or A3. That's, that might be the worst question ever asked on a first date. Wait, what is A4 <laughs> and A3? Two different sizes. Do you guys not have those sizes of paper? That might be a, I honestly, a I think the only paper we have uh, that I know of, at least, is like an 8 by 12 right? I think. 
So you guys, yeah, you guys just measure it in inches. See, he's, he's got no chance over in the US. They'd have no right. idea what we're talking about. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> As our producer just informed us, it's eight and a half by uh, eight point five by eleven. Apparently, is the uh, very close. Oh, Nicely okay, done. Nice. Oh, uh, but let's transition to your obviously dating app, which is why you're here. So, talk about what Jigsaw is, why you wanted to create it, uh, and right now I know it's London, but you guys are making your way over to the states as well. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we recently just launched in the U.S. Um, but yeah, plain and simply, you know, Jigsaw exists um, to encourage and enable people to look beyond the looks. You know, we're, we're all guilty of prejudgments and we're aware of the negative impact that comes from that. And so what we do is we cover every single one of our users' faces in the Jigsaw puzzle that reveals piece by piece as people communicate with one another. So what we're trying to do there is we're trying to create an environment online, which we all know is, you know, full of photo first applications, you know, conversation second, if you even get to that. Uh, what we're trying to do there is we're trying to recreate as much as we can sort of that, the, the spark of the art of conversation from, I'm doing the quote marks in my hands, uh, the olden days, uh, and trying to create, you know, this 50-50 of personality and looks, because we all know looks matter. And, you know, with Jigsaw, you know, you unveil and see what somebody looks like pretty quickly. You know, we're not in the business of, of wasting people's time. But at the same time, you need to give people a chance and you need to have a conversation with someone before you can fully judge them. And that's the full premise of what Jigsaw uh, is based upon. And it, as you can probably imagine, comes from mine and Max's personal struggles uh, with dating apps. Uh, well, you're a very good looking man. So I can't imagine that you were too well, that's insecure funny. That's funny about putting a picture online. Uh, Tinder and Bumble's our algorithms beg to differ uh, based on my old match rate. Um, <laughs> so, um, you know, me, me and Max, and I'm sure, you know, many, many, many guys out there are guilty of the swiping right on every single, every single person to get, you know, a very, very minimal return. Right. So yeah, you just uh, play the odds. Exactly. You know, play <laughs> you the swipe right on everybody. Just exactly. throwing stuff against the wall at that point. Exactly. So, you know, that just came from our, our, our own personal experience with that. And we, we were lucky enough to be at that age where when we were in our late teens, there were no dating apps. And then Max went off to college. I actually went into to work at the same time, but actually ended up living in like the college house with like 11 other guys. And then shock Tinder hit the university campus. Everyone went wild. And Max, I can't take credit for this. Max, my co-founder, uh, is, the, is the creative one between us. And he, you know, he just instantly thought, this is crazy. You know, everybody's just everyone's going mad comparing photos of one another, but who's actually talking on these dating apps and why isn't there a mm. dating app out there? But it's conversation first and photo second. That was the original idea. And ever since then, you know, we've iterated and, and changed it to where we are today, where we just cover users' faces in a jigsaw puzzle. And after a short conversation, you know, you unveil each other and see who each other are and decide if you part ways or continue. You want to know, what, you want to know what's funny about this is uh, we've talked to other, um, you know, I, I guess, for lack of a better word, like inventors of dating apps, right? And, yeah. and from what I've gathered, more or less, every single one of them is very similar, very much the same premise. I, this one sounds like or, original and cool to me because it's like, uh, yeah, right. Like how often do you get to have a conversation with someone before you see their photo? And it's like that to me, I, like my biggest gripe with a lot of these things is none of them are super proprietary, um, yeah. but this one sounds like interesting and cool. Cheers, man. Yeah, it's, it's so, you know, ultimately the puzzle's a bit of a red herring in this. It's just, you know, creating a community of people that are saying, hey, looks aren't the most important thing to me. And ultimately, you know, for us as well, you know, the puzzle's a bit of a middle finger to the rest of the dating industry that we do think exactly what you've said there, Dean, is, you know, they're all pretty much pretty similar and they've got the same formula. Um, so, yeah, we're really just trying to, you know, change that up, do something completely different and disrupt the industry is something that you know, um, me and Max feel really, really you know, personally strong about that it should 
be one of the most progressive and most important industries in the world. But for some reason, it seems to have stagnated over the last mm. few years. And we really just want to push that forwards and, you know, and create something that genuinely creates more connections and people going through the numbers game in the right way, which is talking and meeting lots of people rather than, you know, saying yes or no and swiping left or right primarily based on photos. This so reminds you me in- a lot of Love is Blind. Have you seen that show? Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, exactly. And, and we've got something, you know, we've had something similar over in the UK and it's, it's definitely something that's coming up as a little bit more and more of a trend now, which is great for us to see. You know, people are starting to, you know, understand and analyze um, what dating has become, you know, in modern times. It has unfortunately become more and more superficial. And I think it's, I think it's a bit of a combination of both Tinder and Instagram basically came out in exactly the same year. So you've almost mm-hmm. got that like combination of two like huge viral successes that have like pointed society in a certain direction. And then suddenly everyone's like, right now, and especially through COVID, you know, we've taken stock and gone, wait a minute, you know, these products are what we're using every day, but are they actually the best thing for me? Are they actually long-term going to give me, you know, the the happiness that I'm looking for? Yeah, I think filters really changed the game. You know, yeah. they made everybody look, uh, you know, they saw the other people online looking perfect. Yeah, they were totally. like, well, I want to look perfect. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it, and it's you know, it's the, the combination of, you know, sort of, you know, pl- plastic surgery as well in terms of, you know, fillers and things like that. They've taken off cr- no, massively as well. And it's all this sort of, where it almost comes from this like sort of face warping side of things. I mean, on our app, we've, we've banned any face warping filters. Um, it's also really important for us as well, right? If you're going to put invest time in having a conversation with someone, you want to make sure the person you unveil is actually looks like what they look like in real life. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's taken, it's taken an, an interesting direction. Um, but I think, um, I think there's, you know, there's a change happening and we, and we want to lead that. How do you, how do you combat that? Like the catfishing aspect of it, like you were just talking about, because mm-hmm. I mean, there's only so much, you know, the, uh, you can scrub, I guess, until like eventually someone meets a person and they're like, wait, this isn't the person I was supposed to be meeting. Is there like a way that you are able to like, like weed that out? Yeah, totally. So we just have, um, so we have a verification in the application where we ask our users to take a selfie. Um, they send that mm. in and it gets compared by a human to their actual photos and what they look like. Uh, and, you know, you can, you, a lot of other companies use sort of AI and things to try and do that and like triangulate the face, I guess. Uh, funnily enough, we do use that to cover the face in the puzzle. Um, but uh, yeah, we use all of our uh, users' photos that are submitted for ver- verification are all done by humans. So it's just, you know, do they look the same? Yes. If Do they not look the same? No. And if they don't look the same, you know, they get rejected. Right, right. I mean, I've never I've never actually officially been catfished, but I've been misled. Uh, like yeah, I bet. Me, I think like I was on You haven't been catfished that you know of. You, you could have been catfished and just never like met up with the person. Fair, very fair. I mean, I definitely was pretty flaky and I, I did meet up with a lot of people. I was probably the worst person to ever be on a dating app because I was always like super interested and then I would like lose interest and then in the blink of an eye. There were people that yeah, were like... I'm, I'm surprised you didn't cancel on me tonight then, Dean. From when they were like, <laughs> you know, five years ago when they were like fit and not drinking as much and like all that stuff. And then you meet them in person and you're like, wait a second, this isn't right. But I never had the catfishing experience. Yeah, it's... um. Yeah, you know, it's it's a it's it is a really a big deal, and it's uh, it's something a lot of people are worried about. Um, and I'm sure probably after a couple of times of when you met someone, Dean, and they weren't exactly who they said they were, probably part of the reason you might have flaked later on because you're like, you know, do I want to meet this person? Are they going to be actually who they say they were? So, so I think you know, it, dating apps can definitely do a lot more in that respect. You, we've recently seen. 
Tinder has only in the last six months actually bring up, brought on verification. Bumble did it way before that. Um, I'm not sure where Hinge is at with that at the moment. I'm not sure they've got it um, right now. But um, but for me personally, uh, you know, I think it, it's something that should be, you know, almost mandatory for all dating apps out there. It's becoming, you know, catfishing and not only catfishing, but also, you know, just people feel more responsible the second they've verified their folk mm-hmm. profile as well. And we all know the, the horrific problems of abuse on dating apps. And for me, you know, I hope that, you know, governments do take some positive steps forward in terms of dating apps and making this sort of stuff mandatory for all of the platforms. Yeah, this is a good spin on dating apps because I feel like a lot of dating apps are similar, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it be Bumble or Tinder or Hinge, like they all have their different unique qualities about them but none of them are changing the game where I feel like Jigsaw is trying to change the game and saying, okay, we have all of these dating apps, all of these social media tools where the first thing you see is someone's picture. Well, why Mm -hmm. don't we try to flip that on its head and the first thing you know about someone is their personality and then they reveal themselves physically. Yeah, 100%. And exactly, and and how that works as well is the puzzle only unveils through mutual communication. So Mm -hmm. if I send you 100 messages, Jared, like and you send me one back there's only two pieces right so it has to be that back and forth it has to be two people being real right and that's why you know jigsaw and you know our our tagline really is reveal what's real because the only thing that's real is communication before that you're just looking at profiles you're just looking at photos that is not real the only time you get to a real position is when you're talking to someone alex so how do you match people then like because you know there's let's say jigsaw has a million users right like yeah yeah girls 500,000 guys am I just gonna match with any of those 500k people like randomly or is there like a like a personality like quiz or like filter yeah totally so we have so so uh you can so you know we users sign up to the app um you know we accommodate you know all 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 gender identities that uh, we actually follow um Facebook standard there um, so you, you sign up in that way, you then choose what you're looking for. And that's, you know, whoever you, you choose who anybody, uh, you choose for the gender that you are, you're looking for people who identify, you choose the distance away from you and the age range. We also have a feature, which is called day outside the box, which is actually just give me anybody anywhere mm. and I'll see what happens, which I also was like, it's almost like our anti-filter because we're, we really against, you know, these laundry lists that people have, which are like, you know, I need X, Y, Z, da, 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 da. Um, you know, we really tried to come away from that, but, uh, very similar to a lot of other dating apps out there. You know, we, there is a bit of a gold standard there, what we do want to follow, which is, you know, a profile you can build. So you can add, you know, of course your name, your age, uh, essential pieces as we call it. So that's, you know, your drinking habits, your eating habits, your exercising Mm -hmm. habits. We specifically don't ask for height, you know, weight, ethnicity, uh, but we do ask for things like religion. We ask for things ultimately that aren't superficial labels for yourself. Uh, and we also have these Q&A templates, you know, that make things super easy um, for you to respond and show your personality. And you upload up to four photos, but remember, it's only the face covered in the jigsaw puzzle. So we don't want to restrict all imagery completely because pictures can speak a thousand words. So, you know, if you've got pictures of you, you know, doing your hobbies out and about, we want you to be able to showcase that and showcase your personality through that. So it legitimately just shows you as you talk more, you're really getting certain puzzle pieces. Yeah, yeah, is totally. It, is there like any 
algorithm that like uh, you start with the eyes and then you move on or is it just completely random so we so we try like as i said as i said earlier like we're not in the business of wasting people's time and looks do matter ultimately and what we're trying to create is that 50 50 right if this mm. is this is not us saying looks don't matter you know get get over it no they do you know so it is a fundamental part of how people are attracted to each other so uh, early on we tried to give away sort of some some key parts of the face. So we give our, like in the, within the first two pieces that unveil is either sort of an eye, mouth, nose, you know, the, the things, eyes are obviously really, really important, especially for people to, you know, engage and make sure, you know, they see that that person is real as well, which is really important. Um, so what we do is when users um, are searching for other users, uh, one piece is already unveiled. And then when you like someone, a second piece unveils. And then when you match, so when two people like each other, obviously they match, you can also send a message to match. Um, then you go into the matches screen. And then when you unveil each other, there's seven mutual met messages to unveil each other completely. But as mm -hmm. I said, you, you can get, a, you, can get a, you know, a good idea of what somebody looks like after sending sort of two or three messages. It just sounds, it sounds fun. It sounds like it's like a thing like where you're logging on, you're like excited for the process of unveiling someone, you know, like, like Jared said, like love is blind. Uh, but just like on a dating platform where it's like, yeah, you start to, to chip away and like learn about each other, but then you unlock her nose and you're like, oh my gosh, this girl just keeps getting better and better. <laughs> Look at that nose. Look I love that. that. I love that positivity. Uh, but yeah, it's exactly, you know, and it's, that's exactly what we're going for. You know, it's as we, we've all, you know, grown attached to our phones. Um, you know, that gamification is, is something that obviously people need to stay, you know, in, engaged with nap. And that's what, that's what we try to provide with that. But yeah, ultimately, you know, we're just, we're just trying to get people to talk to each other more and just, you know, as, as, as I actually was listening uh, earlier today to uh, a, a podcast from you guys uh, a couple of episodes back about, uh, was it uh, Menches and Schmucks? Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Her name's Robin. Yeah. yeah she, um, yeah, no, and she, she was just, she, she, she really framed online dating in a great way. She was, I think you guys were talking about sort of dating in New York and just how fast paced it is. And she was like, this just like online dating. Nobody gives anyone a chance. And that's the problem that so many people that could be a potential partner for you within a split second, you've said no to because you just didn't have the time for one little thing you saw you didn't like, or, you know, just something on your laundry list that wasn't ticked. But actually, it's also back, too many options. That's one exactly. of the issues. Is that, 100%. yeah, it, everybody has the mentality of the grass is always greener on the other side. So it's like, yeah, this girl's great or this guy's great, but I have 20 other people I can meet as well. So like maybe I should focus on them instead. And so I do think that sometimes marriage isn't as successful these days just for the simple fact that there's just so many more options where 30 years ago, you know, there was the lack of the communication, lack of technology. So you yeah, couldn't communicate with people who lived in different parts of the country. It was like, no, you marry people in your neighborhood and your city and your state, so on and so forth. But Dean, I wanted to ask you, what's your favorite part? What's your favorite part of someone's face? So if you were to unveil, uh, unveil That's such uh, a good somebody's question. face, for, like what part would you want to see first? Well, I think about that. I want to, I want to say my least favorite thing about dating apps that I've experienced uh, has been to your point, Jared, that when you're talking to someone and you know that they're talking like 20 other guys, that always just really kind of irked me quite a bit, you know, like, mm -hmm. you, you know, you can just kind of pick up on those things. Um, so I, I, I'm sure Jigsaw is obviously much different because like you, like you were saying, Alex takes a little bit of time to uncover them. But anyways, my favorite part of someone's face, man. Uh, it's, I, I was kind of thinking about this randomly the other day. I really admire Caitlin's smile a lot. Uh, and she's been open about it. Caitlin has veneers, like, you know, like the front four teeth. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, I always kind of think it's funny to me that one of my favorite things about her is her smile because, you know, her teeth are fake, but uh, <laughs> I would say... It's, but it's not, it's, not, it's not just the teeth. Like, it's, you know, it's when, when somebody smiles. You're smiling right now, Dean, and you're making me smile, right? So, <laughs> so like, He's you got know, a very infectious smile. He does, doesn't he? Sure. Um, no, I, <laughs> I agree, I agree. There's more to it than just the teeth. Uh, but but I, I would say smile nine times out of ten is the first thing I look at. And not just in people of the opposite sex, but like, you know, if you're meeting a new friend for the first time or something like that, I don't know why, but like my eyes always go towards the smile. What about you guys? Yeah, definitely. I think, yes, yeah, smile and eyes are, are, are really up there. I mean, obviously just that eye contact in, you know, in real life, you know, conversation and situation, you know, that's, you know, it's just, you can, you can see a lot of things in the eyes. Have you seen that thing as well where they compare um, like eyes to galaxies and how, <laughs> mind blown so that's another so i'm gonna have to say eyes for that reason that's cool i didn't know that i gotta look more into that they compare eyes to galaxies well, it's just like it's just like artistic rendition or like you know of like comparing an eye to a galaxy and you can like see the way it's like swirling you, i'm sure you've seen them you know you know i don't know yeah well, that's pretty cool i guess my favorite part is definitely eyes sometimes ashley makes fun of me you know what i really like is <laughs> this is random but when girls do like cat eyes <laughs> uh-huh. yeah oh, I, I love cat eyes i love cat eyes too yeah oh, brilliant I think they're great. So, I like, if, if the puzzle piece was coming together and there were cat eyes, I'd be like, oh, I'm hooked. Exactly. You know Not only do you have that, but you also, at the same time, are, like, having, you know, a conversation where you're yeah, like, know their understanding, each other's, understanding each other's sense of humor. And then, boom, you know, suddenly those eyes mean ten times more because not only are those eyes you like, but they're also eyes you like combined with a personality you like. Because of the personality. so important. Alex was, Alex was talking about uh, eye contact. And eye contact is one of the things that I'm worst at. So I uh, maybe I should work on that a little bit. But but yeah, sometimes no, I agree. Sometimes it can be awkward. So I, I can understand that. I'm not good at eye contact either. I, I respect people who are. But I, I notice that when I'm listening to someone, I'm very good at eye contact. I'll look in their eyes when I'm listening. Mm-hmm. But yeah. as soon as I start talking, I look away. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know why that is. There's definitely some sort of... Exactly. I couldn't put it any better myself. Yeah, I, thought, I, don't know. I thought that was just like an awkward British thing to not look at in people's eyes. You're oh, making yeah. me feel better about that. <laughs> I mean, I'd love to be British. I feel like <laughs> women find British accents way sexier than, you know, my Rhode Island accent where I can't pronounce words properly. Wait, um, wait Jared, before we move on, are you saying that you wish that women found you more attractive? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're married. Oh well, I like I I don't mean like I I was trying to think of like my now I don't really care as much right, obviously, right, right. but I'm still a little vain. I want like you know I want my wife to you know look at me and be like, sure, damn, sure. yeah, my course, husband's but, sexy. Yeah, definitely need that affirmation. Yeah, this is uh, this is a bit off topic, but it, it was a pretty funny thing that happened like an hour ago. Uh, I was playing golf right with Wells and a couple other buddies, and I was explaining our podcast to one of the buddies, and Wells looks at me and he goes, "Yeah, that's exactly." It makes perfect sense. Two good-looking white guys talking about how hard dating is. I don't know. I just thought that was so funny to me because it was like, it's very true. true. What the heck are we talking I about? Did, I'm not going to lie. I did think that coming on to here, I was like, right, I'm about to come on to this. These guys are incredibly good-looking. How am I going to gauge this? I wouldn't say well, we're just trying to, we're trying to help too, you know? I, yeah, 100%. <laughs> Um, well, Alex, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. So Jigsaw is coming to the States for everybody that's listening. You guys are in New York City right now, I believe? Yeah, actually, over the last few days, we've started going US-wide. So, um, so yeah, we're available, you know, download it everywhere. You know, um, as, as we, as you know, with dating, you know, it's really about sort of how many people are on the app as well as much as how good the app is. So, you know, we're doing our best trying to acquire as many users as possible for as many people to meet as possible. So, um, 
so yeah try it out wherever you are and we're all ears for feedback you know just just come at us and we'll we'll learn Alex, and we'll for make some, it a... for someone like me that's not looking for a relationship but could always use more friends is there like a friendship component to the app yeah totally so when you come on part of the essential pieces uh, one of the info tags you know you say what you're looking for and you know if you you don't know what you're looking for great you know there's other people on there who don't know what they're looking for and it's exactly that it's you know it's a place for people to come and communicate and it's you know it's a community of people that are as i said looking beyond the looks and they're people who who people who don't prioritize looks at the top and that's exactly what you know what jigsaw's for cool Awesome, man. Well, thank you again. So everybody listening, you can go on the Apple Store or Google Play, download download Jigsaw right now. It is available United States wide. Alex Durant, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it, man. Amazing. Cheers. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks, Thanks, man. You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay authenticity guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, well, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts, but not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great. But also, I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. All right, welcome back to Help I Suck at Dating. And before we get into our favorite segment of the podcast, which of course is your wonderful emails, I have to say something because I feel like a buffoon right now. So Dean... When we record this podcast, and I'm actually admitting this not to the not just the audience right now, but also our producers and editors, I I have an apple next to me because you know we're sitting down. I was like, oh, I'll I'll mute myself on Zoom because I what happens is we record via Zoom, right? And then I have my mic set up over here, which we record audio. Mark is shaking his head. I think he knows where I'm going with this. I have an apple next to me. 
And I was like, oh, no problem. Every time I take a bite in the apple, I will mute myself. Makes sense, right? The problem is the audio that is you are listening to, the audience is listening to, comes from my mic. And unfortunately, like an idiot, I didn't put two and two together because I never muted myself on the audio that our producers use. I just muted myself on the Zoom. So my question is, <laughs> there might be some Apple sounds in the background, which I had a light bulb moment. It was like literally right at the end of our interview with Adam. And I was like, wait a minute, I'm muting myself on Zoom, but people can still hear, hear me chewing my Apple on the mic. Right. So uh, I just wanted to say so I'm what, so sorry about that. So what you're saying is you're sparing the four of us from having to listen to you eat an apple, but you're making everyone that listens to the podcast have to listen to you. Yeah, I, I I think that's exactly what I'm saying. I feel really stupid right now. So later this afternoon. Well, Jared, I feel stupid every day. Uh, you know what? At the end of the day, I think people are probably going to like listening to you eat, eat an apple. Oh, I beg to differ that one. <laughs> So later this afternoon, when you're relaxing on the couch, maybe getting a massage, whatever you bachelor guys do in your spare time, I'm going to be here sweating, editing out apple crunching throughout an entire podcast. That's you know, you're Mark, uh, you're a good man. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. All we ask, and by the way, I've gotten into this before with Jan and Mike. It's one hour a week. Is there any way to not eat for that one hour? I, I, I will start doing that from now on. Honestly, man, I thought I was like, I cracked the code because I was like, <laughs> oh, I'll have an apple. I'll just mute myself. Bada bing, bada boom. And then it like just popped in my head. I have no idea why I didn't think of this earlier, but I was like, wait a minute. I'm muting myself on Zoom. They're using my audio from this recorder. I'm not muting myself on this recorder. Oh, boy. So, you know, Mark, you're just a good man, and you deserve all the good things in this world. And uh, I sincerely – let me – we're going to get you a bottle of wine. Ash and I just want to get you a nice we're gonna, bottle. We're going to get you a bottle. We're going to put the people on it. We're going to figure that out for you. You had to listen to my husband eat an apple? <laughs> we – he doesn't drink. We can't give him wine. I have wine sometimes. He doesn't drink. And why are you barging into my podcast? I'm barging you, in could because... Could you imagine if I barged into Almost Famous? The, this is absurd. I wish you would. I wish you would. It's fun. Nobody wants me to. I literally <laughs> cannot believe that you ate an apple for somebody else to hear because no, I am I married didn't think to him and I think it. it's disgusting. I didn't think anybody was hearing it. I, I never I... get annoyed with him except for when he's eating a damn apple. I thought I beat the system. I was like, I have this brilliant idea. I'll no, have an apple and you mute myself. you always have to say, make sure that, that you take that out on my track. I didn't know. Okay. Goodbye. I'm going to send you a montage of you eating an apple. Oh, kill me. Do me a favor. Next time you and Ashley decide to get into an argument, just mute your Zoom call for us, please. <laughs> yeah. We'll hear it on the podcast, but we don't want to hear it on the, on the Zoom, at least. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right. Let's hear an email here. From Anonymous. I am 26 years old. I'm in a happy two-year committed relationship. And long story short, I never told my partner about my sexual assault that happened to me when I was 22. It happened. As far as I'm concerned, I'm healed. But recently over the holidays, my family brought it up over dinner saying how thankful they were for my partner and proud of me for finally opening up after what happened to me. They didn't know I've never had this conversation with my boyfriend. He was upset that I never shared that information with him and after two years of being together. Things have been weird since. I guess my question is, 
Is this something you have to tell a significant other? Am I wrong for thinking it's personal information only I can give if I want? Would Jared or Dean or Mark or Easton be upset if your partner kept that or other traumatic situations to themselves? Um, I'll field this one first, I guess. I'm going to say uh, it's your story, so you should be able to share it if and when you ever want to. Um Kaylin obviously has uh, had an experience of sexual assault when she was in college. She shared that with Colton on her season. And then, you know, obviously it became a very public thing, but there are still times where I feel uncomfortable bringing it up. And so it's like, you know, it's not my thing to talk about. I'll talk about it with her if she wants to talk about it. But at the end of the day, you're the one that experienced it. It's up to you to decide, like I said, if, and when you share it with anyone. Um, it's funny because we listen to a lot of like true crime podcasts and a lot of the true crime podcasts that we listen to in, uh, involve sexual assault and that kind of stuff. And uh, not too long ago, maybe like a month or two ago, I, I like I was like talking to Kayla and I was like, sometimes I feel awkward listening to these podcasts with all the sexual assaults because like, you know, you've been through a, a very similar traumatic situation. Um, and I, I think at the end of the day, like I would never pry her to talk about it. Like if she wants to talk about it. That's great. Um, I don't think that you owe it to anyone to share anything about yourself that you don't want to share. So that's my take on it. Like he might be upset. I think the reason that he would be upset is because he's like, well, you should be able to tell me everything. Like I want to know everything about you, blah, blah, blah. But again, I think your desires about sharing your own story supersedes anything that he could want to take from you to like receive from you. You know, that's my take on it. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, I couldn't have worded it any better than Dean. It's your story to tell. I, I can understand why he wants you to feel comfortable sharing those stories, but it's up to you. But, you know, that's a traumatic experience for anybody, and people grieve in different ways. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I don't think you should feel any type of guilt for not sharing it uh, with your significant other. Right. Well, and don't, don't let him make you feel bad, too, for not sharing it. Like, that's like, I, I, I think that's like borderline manipulation in a way like you shouldn't feel guilty about not sharing something that you already feel bad about you know it's like you should just do what you need to do to make yourself happy uh yeah but like you said yeah like we've been saying uh we've kind of echoed each other it's like just share what you're comfortable with yeah that's my take on it mark do you have any more sage input on that uh, no, I agree. I think it's weird for him to be weird about it because he has no idea what it is, how traumatic it was and is for you. I think it's very weird for him to make it weird. So I'm hoping he can get over that because otherwise it's a red flag. Well, my mm -hmm. thing is, like, I kind of understand. I understand why he's upset. And I like I could see myself getting upset about something similar. You know what I mean? But like, I think that I, I would hope at least I could see maybe like once I get some more perspective about how silly it was that I was upset. But like, I think it's easy to be off the bat, be like, well, why were you withholding this from me? Like, why hadn't you told me about this? Yeah. I'm sure he wants her to feel comfortable sharing those stories, but at the same time, you know, it's a, you know, it's a traumatic experience. Like I, it's difficult to talk about. So like if, you know, it, it, I think just let her talk about it when she wants to talk about it. I don't know. I mean, but like I, but like I said, I, I at least want to make a point. I can see why. I can understand why he's upset, right? I think we can all understand why he's upset. But like, yeah, like I think we've all said, it's it shouldn't linger. The like he shouldn't continuously be upset once he understands why he shouldn't be upset. I yeah. think that's. My all right. Here's Marie Chloe. She says, "How do you know if a guy's ready to date?" 
I've been single for almost seven years now. I'm 26. But I've dated a few guys during this time. They all seem super interested at first. They pursue me. They give me gifts. They organize thoughtful dates in pre-COVID times. But after a while, they suddenly change their minds and say they can't give me what I want. How can I know a guy is actually interested and ready to date and not lying to themselves? Yeah, That is a great freaking question. Here's my knee-jerk reaction to why or what you could do is I'm not saying this is what she's doing. Um, I think maybe she's giving herself up too much too soon. And the longer you with like hold, I'm speaking like physically speaking, right? Like mm. a lot of guys are willing to put the effort in to receive what they want physically from the person that they're pursuing. And once they get that physical satisfaction, then they kind of like, are like, okay, cool. I got it on to the next conquest kind of thing. That's like my interpretation of it, probably because I've been that guy before too. Uh, so my advice would be to um, maybe like withhold that part of the relationship for a little bit to see if you can find a guy that's actually willing to stick around for the long haul. Yeah, I also think if he's playing games of any sort, then he's not mature enough to be in a sophisticated relationship. I feel like a lot of my friends that are girls that are are single – they always talk about, well, like, do I say this? Do I do I ask him to hang out now? Am I am I coming off too strong? He hasn't texted me. Do I reach out to him? Uh, he he called me. What should I read into this? And then like it's just like this constant back and forth where I feel like you just need to be honest. You know, let the other person know what your goals are. Tell them how you feel. And if if they're not ready, then they're not ready. But like, I just feel like so many times I've heard like my friends that are girls say, "Well, I don't want to let him know how I feel because I'm afraid of losing him. You know, I'm afraid right. that he's he's gonna he's gonna be too scared." And it's like, well, then he's not ready to be in a relationship. And then you'll know. And then you can move on. And if when you move on, if he comes back, then go from there. But I don't know. I just feel like if he's playing games, that's one way to tell he's not ready to be in a relationship. I think Marie Chloe is not giving us all, the whole story, though, here. I think that she's leaving something out. She's saying how all these guys say they can't give me what I want. So I'm wondering what she's, what impression she's giving these guys, what vibe she's giving these guys that makes them head for Z Hills. Like, does she bring up marriage very quickly or does she start making plans for two years from now or that sort of thing that is scaring them? Like, at a certain point, when a lot of guys leave... In a similar fashion, you got to look a little inward and say, what am I doing that is kind of pushing these people away? And maybe it is the immaturity. I don't know. Beyond that, I always say that 33 is the magic number for guys. Guys, when they hit 33, they realize it's time to settle down. It's time to look for something serious because they can't be kids anymore. Mark, uh, you're wrong. And I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> Great. Okay. <laughs> Um, I've been the guy that has used that excuse before. I can't give you what you want. And that's a hundred percent. What it is, is an excuse. Mm. I'm tell I'm finding a way to make, to soften the blow of telling this person I no longer want to date them anymore. And I, it, again, in my personal experience, you know, I'm speaking from experience, Mark, you're only speaking hypothetically. So I think mine carries a little bit more weight here. <laughs> um, from that experience, it was never a, 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 a projection of the person that I was saying that to. It was always a reflection of me being like well i don't want anything serious and so i'm just going to tell them that i can't give them what they want which i don't think anytime i use that as an excuse i wasn't ever like pressured into anything it was just a matter of me like having that was my like out card every single time you mm -hmm. know so like I don't, and again you're right we could use some more information i'll give you that like we we obviously don't know all the ins and outs 
but I, I just don't think that she, my gut tells me that she's not asking for a lot and the guys that she's talking to are just using that cop out excuse to bail. Could be. Yeah. So I'm sorry. Right. I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to like, you know, get angry with you or like, verbally. <laughs> it's okay. We'll okay that's what we need every. on this podcast. You know, <laughs> we need some back and forth to give the people the answers they, they desire. Right. You know, I'm, pretty, need... I'm pretty confident in that answer too. I, I, I think that Mark's 33 rule, the age of 33. Uh, I, I mean, I'm biased when I say this. I think it's wrong as well because I'm not 33 yet. And so what, what am I saying? Am I not ready to settle down? I don't know. I mean, that's exactly yeah, what we're saying. That's probably pretty true. <laughs> yeah, it took me saying it out loud to realize how true it actually is. <laughs> uh, before we get going, we do have one more uh, hot topic we want to address. Uh, Kanye West is uh, reportedly not doing well amid split from Kim Kardashian. Quote from a source. He knows what he is losing. This is from People.com. And uh, obviously, Kanye and Kim look like they're heading towards a divorce. And quote, like I said, Kanye is not doing well. He's anxious, very sad. He knows that the marriage is over and there's nothing that can be done right now. He also knows what he is losing with Kim. And unfortunately, the source goes on to say they're just not on the same page when it comes to their future, their family. And Kim is okay with that. So it appears that there is very little hope for a future, and Kim is the one who doesn't want to get back together with Kanye. Dean, what are your thoughts about Kim and Kanye being done? The power couple, it's over. It's this over. curveball you just threw at the end of the podcast. We never end the podcast. You can thank Becky to, for sending it in the chat. Oh, Kim and Kanye calling it quits. I mean, is it wrong to say I just don't care? I, I, like, I really just don't care. Kanye stopped being cool around like 2008 after he dropped graduation. And then he just kind of like went fully uh, off the rails. Kim, um, Kim actually, I think it's a bad rep. I think that she is a little bit, has a little more depth to her than people give her credit for. But I still just, I just genuinely do not care. Ever since being with Ashley, I've grown so much more respect for the Kardashian family and everything that they do. Because those women are impressive. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they are just business savvy. They, they know what they're doing. Uh, yup. Everything is calculated, but it's to further their careers and they do an incredible job at it. Uh, so Kanye, I think probably, yeah, is, is regretting his, I don't know. I don't know how it broke up. I don't know who broke up with who. It feels like Kim was like, uh, okay, Kanye, I can't deal with it anymore. We got to move on. And maybe Kanye regrets some of his actions that led to them getting a divorce. But, like, I'm kind of on the same page with you. I don't really care, honestly. Like, I, I respect the Kardashians a lot. But, and I, 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 you know, I like Kanye's music, but I don't. Like, they'll be fine. Kim will have another, like, 40-day marriage like she did with What's-His-Face. What was that basketball player's name? Tristan Thompson. No, not Tristan Thompson. She was, that was Chloe. Who? Right. Humphreys, Chris Humphreys. Remember she was married to him for like, what was it, 40 days, babe? 72. 72 days she was married to Chris Humphreys before they broke it off. Off the top of her head. Dude, Here's my I'm... thing about it. It's like people, someone just got divorced today in Ohio, you know? I don't, like, it sucks. I'm upset that they just got divorced. But like, these people are no different than those other people that are also getting divorced. And so it's like, how am I going to extend more caring towards these two people just because they're quote-unquote famous rather than the other people that are getting divorced it's like fair point i care as much about that as i do about you know just divorce in general as an institution i think you guys know my feelings about marriage i think it's stupid 
I know that you're both married and I know that I sound stupid saying that, but that's just how I feel. So <laughs> until you get married one day. And you know what? Honestly, I'm going to get married. I'm going to look myself dead in the mirror and I'm going to say, you are so stupid. Yeah, you stupid ass. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that'll do it for this week's Help I Suck at Dating episode. A big thank you to, of course, our guest, the CEO and co-founder of Jigsaw, Alex Durant. Make sure you check out Jigsaw, the new dating app. Uh, It is available on Apple Store and Google Play. Uh, and thank you to all the emailers, uh, Anonymous, and of course, Mary Chloe for emailing us. We love your emails. Please keep sending them in. You can follow us uh, on Instagram, Help I Suck at Dating. And I think that's it. Anything else, Dean? Uh, don't forget to email us. We love the emails. I suck at dating at iheartmedia.com. Keep them coming. Let us know what you think about Kim and Kanye. You know, maybe we'll talk about it. We probably, I hope we don't, but we might. Email us, I suck at dating at iheartmedia.com. Talk more about uh, some dating questions. The dating questions we had today, actually, I think were pretty, they were good. They were good questions. So keep those yeah. up. Um, that's all I got, though. Thank you guys for listening. Be sure to tune in next week where maybe we suck just a little bit less. Follow Help by Suck at Dating on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations, Flatiron Plaza in New York City and Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share Black-led products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with Black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.